0: I get a feeling there's going to be a riot. I don't read the newspapers because they all have ugly prints.
1: I can't believe we've been doing this podcast for uh, almost pretty much a year and a half at this point. And this is the first time we're actually talking about an artist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy how much creative control this man has
1: over the series. <laughs> it On Wikipedia, Paul Walker was the first actor to sign on to the project. While Vin Diesel initially had to be persuaded to participate in the film. Accepting after proposing several script changes. Yep, this, this dude's been in like one popular movie, and he's like, and he also like he
0: um he did like script changes on the day of shooting too.
1: He's an he's an artist. Let's do our our first intro. Yeah, hello and welcome back slash welcome to um stargazing this is the new permanent name of this podcast uh because this is this is a show where we pick usually we pick a movie star and we watch their entire career to see how they evolve or how they don't evolve and how the world kind of changes around them uh but this time we're talking about a couple different movie stars talking about fucking paul walker we're talking about vin diesel we're going to talk about the rock soon because we're talking about the fucking fast and furious franchise this is the quarter mile podcast season three of stargazing yep we're good we're watching every main injury in the fast and furious franchise Hobbs and Shaw could suck my fucking nuts <laughs> i actually kind of like it i don't know <laughs> i need to watch it because i jason Statham and the rock endlessly entertained me yeah Jason Statham steals the show in Hobbs and Shaw, which is kind of wild because Dwayne Johnson's whole thing is trying so hard to steal the show. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't uh, watch it. We, anyway, over the course of this, I guess the dog days of summer, we are watching every single uh, entry into the Fast and Furious series in an attempt to understand this franchise that almost wasn't a franchise. Yep, and answer the question how did they go from stealing dvd players to (laughs) racing on top of a nuclear submarine the answer is simpler than you think uh money lots of it i'm kellen kermins i'm moise camacho it's time to ride or die honestly i'm ready for this fuck yeah me and
0: kellen right now um we haven't like recorded in person because it's complicated but um right now our cars are sitting right next to each other we're just like looking at
1: each other charlie poof is singing somewhere yeah <laughs> um, we're uh, of course we're starting where it all started the beginning of all things the genesis of creation <laughs> two thousand and one. The Fast and the Furious. The first one in the series um, follows Brian O'Connor, played by Paul Walker, as he goes undercover to infiltrate the illegal straight racing. Uh, Did I say straight racing? Yeah, it kind of sounded like you said that. I have these noise-canceling headphones in, and sometimes I can't hear myself talk. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Brian O'Connor, played by... uh, Paul Walker is tasked with discovering the identities of a group of automobile hijackers led by the one and only Dominic Toretto played by the one and only Vin Diesel. Uh, Moises, this series is interesting because um, it's almost exactly as old as us. I think. Yep. Like I was born three months before this first movie came out. I was probably born like three months after. (laughs) Well, brag about it. Damn. (laughs) uh so i guess just because we're also we're talking about the series as a whole so just like kind of you know kind of zoom out what is your history with the fast and furious franchise because we Um, both love it but where did your love for it start
0: yeah i grew up with these movies um my childhood was fast and furious and hip-hop music and uh gta so like this was a huge part of my life and i'm just glad like uh, we've talked about it before like i didn't have the most normal childhood and luckily my parents let us have fun we watched r-rated movies we played uh grand theft auto you know m-rated games we wa- listened to explicit rap music um and it was just because our pa- my parents um they had fun watching it. They had fun listening to it. So they let us do it too. Um, and this was one of the things that my parents loved. And I guess as I don't re- as early as I could remember, I was watching these movies. We owned all the DVDs, like all the collector's edition DVDs. Um, and it was something that like my whole family enjoyed. All of my brothers and sisters sister, Loved this series. Um, it it be, it became different like later on because I have a really big family, so I wasn't watching these movies in the theaters, which sucked. Uh, which I think you were watching them in the theaters, right?
1: Yeah, I'll get into that.
0: Yeah, I didn't get to see the new ones in the theaters because I have a huge family, so going out anywhere is very expensive. Um, so I was like, I I only got to saw see the new ones. When I chose to like get them from Redbox or something, or they came on TNT, because uh my my mom and dad don't really like the new ones because of how ridiculous they are. Mm. But I love the new ones. But yeah, I, I these these were a huge part of my childhood. They were part of my my like they shaped my taste, they shaped my style, they shaped there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of fucking stuff in, in these movies that I appreciate uh,
1: uh, like a lot, like a lot. Uh, I appreciate these movies for existing. For me, I think it's this weird. Um, <laughs> it's almost as the end and end thing. Cause it sounds like your love for this movie started. Cause I think this series can be split kind of evenly down the middle between like, you know, pre fast five and post fast five, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and for me, it's, it sounds like you kind of grew up more with the pre-fast five era,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: of um for, for me, the first one of these I ever saw was, um, apropos of nothing, I guess, besides it being like a Saturday and we had nothing else to do, like I remember it so clearly here. I'm gonna like take you back to this like exact moment in my life. I was living in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I was playing um the video game Portal Two. Great and my, fantastic fucking game and my dad comes in and says hey you doing anything today i said no besides playing portal and he said you want to go see fast 5 and i'm like what is that and he goes like trust me <laughs> <laughs> and i saw it and I, I i of course like i didn't know what was fucking going on but you know we talk about like when you watch shit as a kid you just sort of like accept it for what it is you know yeah. like i didn't really like question like oh who is this dom person what who's brian what's their history i just accepted like oh yeah they go way back (laughs) yeah like this might as well be the first movie uh and it blew my fucking mind of course like fast five rules and from there it became like my our thing where like we would watch like whenever it came out i would go see it with my dad like opening weekend like i i vividly remember fast and furious six coming out on the last day of sixth grade and going to see it like after that day at school uh same for seven like I saw eight with him and then I went to take a fucking practice ACT or something you know um but I didn't watch this one or the uh the any of the first four until like right before seven came out weirdly enough like I just went like I I really like love this series but I realized like I think it was like right after paul walker died like i don't think i've seen like the the first four and like moise do you remember um that were you in brownsburg for that big snowstorm that came through when we were in like the seventh grade i think I, i wasn't here for middle school okay um no there was like this big um snowstorm like it was like the week after winter break and every single day got canceled because it was like the snow whatever they called it, you know, of that year. Um, I forget what the name was. Polar Vortex. That's it. I remember like we got the we got the first four Fast and Furious on DVD and like we watched them in between like every hour. So we had to go shovel our driveway, or else it would like just get too bad, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, so I didn't see the first one into I didn't see this one until like much later. Um, but yeah, just like very fond, warm, cozy memories of oh, this yes. entire series for me. Yeah, yeah, me too. And if nothing else, I mean, the fucking arcade game. Did you ever play that, Moises? Oh, it's so fucking fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. I, never, I don't think I won a single one. <laughs> I think we talked about in deciding to do Fast and Furious is like this weird perfect storm of like things like it's it feels to be like nobody involved like expected this to be like as huge as it ended up being yeah you know like uh it kind of a b movie almost like it's got like a what fucking what is it it's like a oh it's like a 38 million dollar budget you know so i guess that's not small by any means but like Fast nine probably costs like what, $200 million or something. Yeah. But uh, the genesis for this movie started um, when I believe <laughs> the director read this article in, <laughs> I think he would have, I, I think this, uh, the name of this magazine made me think of you. It's from a magazine called vibe. Um, he read this article about illegal street racing in New York city. Mm-hmm. I and I guess <laughs> had the idea that turned out to be a multi-billion-dollar idea of like we could probably make a movie out of that. <laughs> um, second, um, but yeah, it goes to like a couple like you know it's like there's like a, oh we talked about in Bright, uh, Mr. Ayer shows back up, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, Gary Scott Thompson. Uh, writes the script and it goes through a couple of rewrites. And it's crazy to me, I don't think Gary Scott Thompson has been involved since this movie.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I think most of the people, uh, in this and like the production side of it weren't involved in the rest of the series. He he wrote Too Fast, no, he has a story credit on Too Fast, Too Furious. okay Um, well, yeah, because there's a weird production history when it comes to Too Fast as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. That, um but it's just wild to me that like you know he wrote this one he comes up helps come up with the story for the second and like to this day his name is in the credits of every single fast and furious movie yeah because they you know it's the based on characters created by gary scott thompson or whatever that motherfucker's collecting checks oh man. my god
0: I would love to be that man (laughs) literally anything so if they make a fucking toy and it says like Dominic Toretto's car he's getting paid
1: for that shit yeah that's crazy he came up with the name Dominic Toretto and he's Mm -hmm. a million he never has to work again probably Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway that's not the um, most interesting part this is a podcast about movie stars so let's talk about who's in this fucking movie
0: yeah, it's it's just funny because these are, like, everyone in this movie, like, that you'd expect to become a breakout star, which by everyone, I, I mean Paul Walker, um, yeah. doesn't, like, become an enormous star
1: for this movie. No, Yeah, like, it feels like one of those things of, like, because, you know, you look at where all these people were in their careers right now, like... And the thing I always tell people that's so wild about the Fast and the Furious is that Paul Walker was a bigger star than Vin Diesel going into this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, even then he didn't have much under his belt. <laughs> no. Uh, it, you know, um, Paul Walker just starting with stuff. Cause he's the first one attached to it. Yeah. Um, apparently three of three actors that were considered for the part of Brian. Uh, so no it doesn't no confirmation if they were offered or anything were mark walberg uh christian bale and okay. uh eminem fuck you <laughs> um I, and if this is a
0: movie where it's literally right time right place right people if if yeah. one single person wasn't like, if if this wasn't Paul Walker, we wouldn't have the Festive Fairy Saga. If it wasn't Vin Diesel, there'd be only one of
1: these movies, maybe two of them at most. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, I'm just going through the IMDb trivia, and it's a lot of stuff of, like, people that were considered for the part. But, you know, like, that's... Uh, I think the need.
0: one that uh, actually, like, most of them are true is the Vin Diesel part. I think yeah. they did ask a lot of people before they asked
1: Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel was kind of the last... Uh, to be approached but just like this is so like of this <laughs> I'm going to read a list of people who auditioned for Mia uh, Mia oh, okay. Toretto okay. and it is so like specifically like the year 2000-2001 Natalie Portman mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Geller Kirsten Dunst and Jessica Biel like it is so like I would have killed to have Kirsten Dunst in this movie <laughs> how weird would it be if kirsten dunce was like a mainstay of the fast and furious franchise like kirsten dunce is doing press for fast nine right now yeah <laughs> like she finally gets to do an action scene um <laughs> but like you know paul walker just gonna get out of the way extremely good looking man an angel I, literal I, angel face the face and, of an angel yeah as Rachel Johnson uh, who was on a two weeks ago described him he looks like a cherub like he looks like a statue
0: yeah it's he's it's it's um go look at a picture of him like if <laughs> if, if
1: you Ray's, like forget how good specifically from this year specifically yes. from like this time yeah uh he he's start- beautiful he's gorgeous yeah. he's beautiful mm. <laughs> his career started to gain uh traction. In the 90s. Like that was his like heyday. Uh he was on um a soap opera, a soap opera called The Young and the Restless, which it, I think is still fucking on. I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure it's still on. Like it's on at the gym sometimes, I think, like in the middle of the day. Um, but like the two big things that like really kind of start to launch him into the spotlight are um the con the teen comedy she's all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he plays like the douchebag friend. I'm trying to remember, and I'm pretty sure the next movie. I know the next movie you're going to say is a Varsity Blues. Okay, which I've actually seen. It's an insane fucking movie. <laughs> um, um, and he plays like you know he's not the lead in either of those, but like, and she's all that. He's like the handsome asshole. Like he's just he's like kind of the villain.
0: There's another one he's in. I'm not sure if it, like got him on the like it helped him or anything. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, sorry. Pleasantville in '98. He's really good in that movie. That's what I've um, heard. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that. I need to watch Pleasantville. Fuck, I think it, like I'm it really... fucking sl- it slaps. It's good as fuck.
1: It, that's uh, Reese Witherspoon and Tobey Maguire, right? Yep. Fuck, I should watch. I like it. Literally seems like my exact kind of movie. It's it's really good. Like it's big really kind of good. like very Truman Show. Yeah, 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 but, like, he, like, you know, uh, starts... He's also in this, and this is, like, a really weird bit of uh, film history, I guess. He's in this movie called Tammy and the T-Rex. Have you ever heard of that, Moises? No, never. Uh, That movie, he's in that with um, Denise Richards, I think, yeah. And he plays, like... They're, like, this high school couple, and he gets mauled by a mountain lion i think and a mad scientist steals his body and puts his brain into a t-rex yeah yeah that's what i thought the movie was going to be about (laughs) yeah it's a little predictable honestly um no but the weird thing about it is it like it was released as like Like a PG, like, you know, weird fucking sci-fi thing. But it was actually filmed to be like a really violent and gory R-rated movie. And they just like edited all the like gory shit That sounds good. And they just (laughs) recently like released the gory cut of it. Like you can buy that. You can buy like the R-rated gory of it on like 4K Blu-ray. Like I'm looking at the Amazon link right now. The poster for the poster for this re-release is fucking insane. I don't know if you have it up. <laughs> what is this um, Oh my god, that's good. <laughs> it's So anyway, he's like a kind of up-and-coming teen heartthrob in the 90s. And so in 2001, is like they they like approach him with this Fast & Furious thing as like a vehicle for him to become like an action star, you know. Um And then for Dominic Toretto, I I just I don't know how to build up to it, but I know there's a lot of weird (laughs) names in there. Yeah, the first this this is the
0: guy who makes the saga. Is Dominic?
1: Is Vin Diesel? Yeah. uh, And looking at it like from their perspective, it's like, this is just one movie, you know? (laughs) Exactly. It's like, they need someone because they compare it to Point Break, you know, you need need the Patrick Swayze. You need someone that is like, can just like have the movie revolve around them in that way. Yeah, but like Um,
0: when they got him, he had this baller ass energy where he changed the script and they listened to him. Right. Like he was the one who said, like, no, the core of this fucking movie is family and loyalty. <laughs> when like it should have just been this basic ass, like, crime thriller. Yeah. Um, and like he was the guy who had the idea of uh so what originally was supposed to happen was Vin Diesel, well, sorry, uh Paul Walker, so Brian O'Connor was supposed to date Vin Diesel's girlfriend. Um, but oh. they cha- Vin Diesel was like, no, 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 no. That makes no sense. Dominic Toretto wouldn't let that happen. Um, <laughs> like, let, let's make him
1: date his sister. And they listened to him. And yeah. it fucking worked. And it's also, um, just to give her some credit, to Michelle Rodriguez, who plays Letty. Yep. She, yeah, she did she a really lot of push. Yeah, she really pushed for Letty to not be, you know, the kind. Yep, exactly. You know, uh, and also like just... Real quick, because I do want to talk about Michelle Rodriguez. But Vin Diesel, um, I think, just for the sake of time, I there's a deep dive I really want to do on Vin Diesel, but I think we might save that for Fast and Furious. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. It does. Uh, just about, because I think he's, like, a very, like, he's my answer now, because uh, somebody, like, I had to fill out some, like, question icebreaker thing of like if you could have coffee with any person who would it be and my answer is vin diesel because i think he's an extremely fascinating person Um uh, like because like you said he's like he brings the idea of family like he kind of views himself i think as like less of an actor more of an artist you know and he's uh, this guy like our old pal will smith who
0: has this algorithm in his head. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like he will yeah. talk about this in interviews where he's like, no, no, I did. The, I chose this movie because I was going to do this for me. I rejected fast and furious part two, because I wanted to do uh fucking pitch black or whatever, whichever one Riddick, yeah. the Chronicles of Riddick, whichever one it was. Um, He's a guy like Will Smith, where he like has this idea in his head and has reasons for every single career move he ever does. Yeah.
1: But like, unlike Will Smith, which like his algorithm could be summed up as like becoming the most successful, popular, most well liked person on earth, Vin Diesel's algorithm, I think, is a little harder to pin down. Like it's, yeah. What what do you want to do? Do you want to be likable? Because you are weird sometimes in interviews. Like what what exactly is it that you want to (laughs) do? Yeah, Vin. What's your? He's an artist, like I said. But no. Like, uh, I didn't know this until like relatively recently, but his first um, he, you know, he started his career in 1990, but he couldn't really get any work until he wrote, directed, produced and starred in a short film called uh, Multifacial, which I I meant to like a porno. I meant to watch before this, but I forgot. Um, (laughs) What is it about? Uh, it's about, um, it, the film stars Vin Diesel as a multiracial actor and depicts the professional and emotional issues he faces. Uh, kind of, you know, it seems like it kind of deals with, like, the identity. You know, like, you've got, like, all these different, like, you know, fucking Hollywood assholes, like, trying to pit, put him in one place or saying, like, he's he doesn't have the right look for this, even though that's what he is, right? Like, um, premiered at Sundance, I think. Oh, good for him. Where it was noticed by who else Moises but Steven Spielberg. What the fuck? <laughs> and based on that, Steven Spielberg cast Vin Diesel in Saving Private Ryan. Wow. Have you ever seen Saving Private Ryan? I still have not seen it. He is in one scene I heard. of the movie. I think he I've fucking seen fucking kills it. He is in incre- He's I I haven't seen Private Ryan in a while, but he's like really great in it. It's like, it's like one of the best scenes in the movie. Anyway. And from there, like he kind of like, he does, I believe... Um, does he do Triple X before or after? This is after. Because Triple X okay. is also the Fast and Furious director. So, um, oh, okay, okay. But right, the year after Private Ryan, he's the Iron Giant. Um, and just a voice. Which I think yeah. kind of shows, like, it's he's such a hard guy to figure oh out. Oh, my God. You didn't know that? No, no, no. I forgot.
0: He's fucking Groot. Yeah. (laughs) The world's most lovable plant. He is Groot. (laughs) Even better than Baby Yoda. Like, he, Baby Yoda wouldn't exist. (laughs) Groot
1: walked so Baby Yoda could run. Anyway, he does, um, you know, after uh, he does the Iron Giant, like just like kind of a a small like i don't want to say small but like you know it's a voice role like the iron giant doesn't talk a whole lot but like he really like brings you know his sort of like the same thing he does with group because he records every single i am Groot. like he you know, in every language yeah in every language they don't reuse any of them like he wants to like put the right inflection into the, each i am groot, <laughs> which is like what I'm talking about, what I think he's such an interesting guy, because like on one hand, you know, he seems like a ve- like a lot of Hollywood actors, kind of like The Rock, like very narcissistic, like, no, no, I got to protect my image kind of thing. But on the other hand, he's so like fucking dedicated to what he does, like where he'll go into a booth and say, I am Groot for eight hours a day, like for two weeks. You know? He's earnest. He's earnest. Yeah. Not, that might yeah. A hell of a way to put it. Yeah, um, it is. Anyway, after Iron Giant, he has the movie Pitch Black, which is like I think his, you know, um, have you ever seen Pitch Black? Uh, it's another movie from my childhood that I vaguely remember. Um, kind of like a... I I want to say lower budget. Uh yeah, like 23 million. Kind again, kind of a B movie. It does um, really well. Yeah, Sleeper Hit. Like, real, like, nitty-gritty kind of sci-fi horror movie. And, you know, that's, like, what starts to, like, get people to, like, who's this fucking Ben Diesel guy? Who's this bald dude that talks like he's gargling gravel? (laughs) Um, They initially, going back to The Fast and the Furious, they initially offer it to Timothy Olymphant, uh, the role of Dominic Toretto. Mm Mm-hmm. And he turns it down because he did a car movie the year before and he didn't want to do another one. Yeah, gone at 60 Seconds. Yeah, gone at 60. Rules. I, for some reason, I haven't fucking seen it. I don't know why. You'd fuck with it. I, th- I, oh, I absolutely would. Um, but yeah, like, you know, uh, th- that was, those are your two leads, Vindy's on Paul Walker. And then you got Michelle Rodriguez, who, like the year before this, she was in this movie called *Girl Fight*, which she won like the Independent Spirit Award for. You know, she's winning like base yeah. best debut. Yeah,
0: it's that. a it's a it's a film festival fucking
1: hit. Yeah, like it, if it came out like fifteen years later, it'd be an A twenty four movie. You know, oh, for like sure. that. <laughs> like, uh, save for Jordana Brewster, like this movie is made up from people who are all like feel like they're on the verge of becoming like, the next big thing. Yeah. And it only happens to one of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, It happens to one and a half of them. Right. Because Michelle Rodriguez, like, kind of almost becomes as big as Vin, but, like... No. Same thing for,
1: like, Vin uh, Paul Walker.
0: Yeah, he just keeps getting these, like, it's like, hey, we couldn't get these other guys, so let's let's just get Paul Walker. Let's just get him. Oh, yeah. Why not?
1: It's like we needed a hunky, we need a hunky like serviceable lead. Let's get Paul Walker, you know. Yeah,
0: who can like kind of act? <laughs> let's <just> get <laughs> yeah. Paul.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. I this is going to sound extremely backhanded. But I, I I'll preface it by saying, um, 5 years later, 2006, running scared, Paul Walker is very good in. Yeah, I know most of his acting in this movie is him staring intensely and looking very pretty. Like this. Wait, let me switch over to Zoom. Do it. Oh, yeah, like, what? Well, that's what he's doing there. He's yeah. like, just like... And it works. Don't get me wrong. It, it works. works. It it's, works. It's, <laughs> like, when he's on his date with Mia, I'm like... <laughs> you know
0: yep. Or when he's having that conversation with Dom where he's like, let me in. I need to get into this side hustle you're in. He's
1: He's more... <laughs> Him and him and Dom have more chemistry than (laughs) watch. But
0: but watching this movie, and I'm I'm being serious. Like I'm being sincere when saying this. Vin Diesel's fucking good as hell in this fucking movie. He's
1: so good in this. He's a presence. That's what this like kind of role needs.
0: And everyone like this. This the summer comes out. Everyone coming out of the movie is saying how good
1: it's yeah Ben like, Diesel is. It was set up to be a Paul Walker vehicle, and everyone's like, who was that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Out of the way, pretty blonde boy. I want Mr. Clean. Yep. <laughs> I I don't mean to keep ragging on Ben. Vin, Vin Diesel's a very good looking guy. It's yes. weird how normal Dom feels in this movie. And that might just be with like hindsight, but he feels like a dude.
0: it's just it's just funny well again we'll talk about it later but like because it's not true in this movie but like in later movies he is jacked while simultaneously being chubby it's (laughs) amazing
1: i love him so much i haven't seen nine yet but i heard that there's parts where you can tell they like cgi'd out a double chin (laughs)
0: let's just say there were some parts where I was like, he has a belly. They're they're doing something, they're like taping his belly or something. Because <laughs> like he, he looks Dumb. he looks amazing in this fucking movie. He look at him, he's a fucking yeah. hunk. Yeah. But in his later like, in his career, it's amazing. I'm not like dogging on him. He's ch- he has this amazing body. He's fucking jacked by being chubby at the same time. <laughs> it's like the most the realistic ideal, body it's, ever. He's the ideal
1: <laughs> body type. Yeah. Um regardless um but yeah it's just so weird yeah so there's like, no like stars in this nobody's nobody really yeah like yeah like you know I can't think of like what the modern day comparison is to like any of these people I don't know <laughs> but like watching it now I to just kind of smoothly try transition into the movie itself there is something like kind of like trying to quaint is the word that comes to mind watching this with like the hindsight of everything that happens next, you know, like Dominic Toretto is like kind of a Jack dude, you know, who's like a criminal. He's You don't fuck with him, but he's also just kind of a guy. Like he, he has his like shithead friends. He keeps it. He's kind of a guy. And he's got like a girlfriend. They kind of bicker a lot. You know, he's kind of flirting with other women or whatever. By like, there was
0: a time where I didn't know you. That was in the third
1: grade, Dom. <laughs> and by Fast and Furious 6, though, he is like a demigod. He is like this sort of Adonis, this patriarch. You know, yeah. he's not the leader. He's the patriarch. And um, him, and, him and Letty aren't just boyfriend and girlfriend. They're like soulmates. They are. I think true. we should start a petition to have Vin Diesel's face on a quarter. Like, <laughs> let's fucking Dude, start that shit. No, no disrespect intended to Harriet Tubman, but let's put him on a 20. Like. <laughs> 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 i'm i'm fucking buying a custom
0: debit card and putting vin diesel's face on my debit card yeah that is happening i'm i'm doing
1: it i'm doing it i i like i think um <laughs> um the 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 first four notes i have for this movie are just like really, really mad. because i i started watching this like after a very long rehearsal last night so i only got like 20 minutes in it, and then i finished it this morning and the only four notes i took during those 20 minutes are a first one it's so charming how they have to shake the camera to make the car seem like it's going faster <laughs> b as uh, the second note paul walker is the prettiest man C, mm-hmm. God Almighty, Jordana Brewster. I guess I was really horny. <laughs> and then the fourth note, I'm sorry, boys, but the fashion of this era was so awful.
0: It's amazing.
1: Um, It's <laughs> fucking at, amazing. What is Vince wearing? Look at the picture he behind you. He looks fucking cool. <laughs> he's got a mesh tank. Look up. at, look at Vin. He's wearing all
0: white. And I Vin, bet you a- he has some fucking... Timberland's on under them. <laughs>
1: Vin looks good. Vin looks good.
0: Okay. I, okay. V- Vince does look weird time and time again, but like he looks cool. Look at I'm, how fucking badass these two look. Look yeah. at how badass they look. It's insane. How, I'm jealous.
1: I'm jealous. <laughs> I will never look this cool. How old? Because uh, Michelle, doing the rough math, I think Michelle Rodriguez was like 22 when this came out. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Vin Diesel was like 33. Wow. Never mind. uh, Paul Walker was um, uh, like 28. You know, they're all, God, they're so young.
0: If Vin would have like lost some of his muscle, I could believe that he was like a 20-year-old man.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) I wrote this down because I wanted to talk about it. I can't remember. I think it's later in the series. I hate to jump ahead, but we got to talk about it with this i think when letty dies air quotes in fast and furious they show her gravestone for a hot second her uh-huh. tombstone and it's established that i think like dom and letty are like 20 or something in this movie
0: and uh yeah um it a lot happens so that means when we're watching them on like four and like five and like six that they are they're, like 25
1: they're like barely 30 <laughs> Yeah. so no, funny. we could try like uh, let me see if I can find a picture of uh Letty's tombstone. Leticia Ortiz born September 7th, 1984. So assuming this movie takes place like the exact day it came out. Letty is like wait, hang on. Letty's like 18, she or 19.
0: She okay, she's believable 19 there, but like in 4 she doesn't look
1: 25. She's twenty six in four because that's it says she died in two
0: thousand nine. Uh, I guess that's sort of believable. She's an <laughs> older twenty older.
1: Looking I, I guess I can buy that. But is she nineteen in this movie? How old I, is Dom? I, I can't <laughs> believe it. Wait, let me see if there's a canonical. Let's hope Dom's there.
0: like only like 20, 21 maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and how old is Mita Mia? That's his little sister. Is is Brian? Holy shit! In- <laughs> <laughs> Brian's smacking on an eighteen year old, and he's like twenty five. Okay, let's try it. <laughs> His birthday is okay. Dom was born in 1976, apparently. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just brought up the fast and furious. So, she, so he was what 24? Uh, he, he would have been yeah, 25. I guess. Okay, that's not bad. So that no, means Mia's, not... Mia is also 19. Mia's like 20 something, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I brought up the fast and fierce Wikipedia. This is delightful. Uh, It has Dom, age, 40, as of the eighth film. Birthday, August 29th, 1976, parentheses, he's a Virgo. Sex, male, height, (laughs) 6'1", weight, 190 pounds. No fucking way. That's a lie. Alignment, chaotic, good. (laughs) Dom is lawful good, all right? He has a code. (laughs) That's so funny. Um. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. Yeah, I'll have to double check. But doesn't don't later entries establish the Dominic gang are like early twenties here, <laughs> and they already have like an intricate like system for robbing semi trucks.
0: They have fuck. They have. They own a business. They have their own house. They own multiple
1: businesses. They have a garage and like a restaurant. Forgot about the garage. Toretto's Cafe. Man, is Toretto's Cafe going to pop up again in the series. I can I? Know. Can I go to Toretto's Cafe? <laughs> Let's look at the filming location, um.
0: or is it some fucking dumb like thing that they have at Universal? Um. <laughs> oh, a tourist attraction in Los Angeles, California. Open Toretto's Market and Cafe. Oh, dude! Oh my God! company God. retreat, baby. Yeah, company.
1: <laughs> um, let's see. Just talking about other shit in the movie. Um, and just putting the, the, the trying to put the canon together, like. Dom makes a joke to Brian about the villain, Johnny Tran. Um, D- Brian says, like, you know, like, what happened between you two? And Dom says, like, business deal went bad. I also slept with his sister. But, like, I feel like don't, in like seven or something, does it establish that, like, Dom and Letty have just been together forever. There's never been no.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Now I'm looking at Toretto's Marketing Cafe t shirts. <laughs>
1: It has a quote
0: on the back of the shirt that says, no one likes the tuna here.
1: Bullshit asshole, no one likes the tuna here. Yeah, well, I do.
0: Watch your back. Watch, 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 watch.
1: (laughs) It gets me hyped every single time. God, it's so, I mean, it's so like, I have no reason to believe that audio was recorded the day of like it looks so <laughs> it's so heavily it's, edited yeah yeah like vince drops a hard f-bomb <laughs> yeah um what the fuck happened uh, he got in my face now i'm in your face <laughs> <laughs> you embarrass me
0: <laughs> i fucking love this movie so okay so let's let's talk about the movie
1: yeah, it's, okay. a, it's
0: at the at its core, it's a campy ass crime thriller that is very ripoff of Point Break, right? Like a straight up ripoff of it which Point Break is also, like, very campy. But, like, in reality, yeah. it isn't because you read into it and it's this fucking deep-ass movie about masculinity and shit. No, but like
1: Point Break. God, it's so melt. It's but Break. this isn't
0: in here. That isn't in here. There are no deep, like, themes in this. It's just, like, straight up, like, a fun-ass crime movie it's about family. <laughs> but, like, it, it starts out with this – it starts out, like – at a shipping dock like establishing like the truck like this truck is full of dvd players mm-hmm. and then the fast nefarious cool ass logo pops up and then bam it's nighttime in the middle of freeway there are three honda civics with fucking neon underlight neon green underlights they are all black cars neon green underlight going fast as fuck driving they fucking steal this fucking truck it is sick it is cool it is slick it is stylish it's fucking cool looking um they steal this truck and then it's like what cut to brian like in his truck
1: no yeah no brian practicing
0: Mm, practicing drifting yeah Yeah. and and street racing in his um um it's a green car i don't remember what car that is it's probably a nissan of some sort um, and he's like, yeah, practicing. And then he drives his cool big red truck to, um, Toretto's cafe to flirt with Mia to spit some game, to spit some game. Dom is there in the background. Like we don't get a good look at him, but he, no, he's he in gra- the shadow. He grabs a Rona. He drinks that
1: boy up. <laughs> um, you can have any brew you want as long as it's a Corona. Um, but <laughs> The whole tuna thing is
0: so funny where he's like, he's like, is the tuna good here? And she's like, it wasn't good yesterday. It isn't good today. It's never good here. I'll have the tuna.
1: I'll have the tuna. Um, oh my God. <laughs> uh, then it, the crew. Comes. It, it's, you know, uh, I'm not a big car guy. But I, I just think there's something about cars from like the very late 90s and early 2000s that are just really ugly. Okay. That being said, though, the, okay. I just no. mean like if you look at like, you know, like if you look at like what a 2002 like Impala looks like or some shit, you know, like. Uh, you yeah, know, uh, okay, you're saying Impala. Yeah, that's fucking ugly. Yeah, just uh, like cars of this era just weren't looking great. But I think there's something about these first three movies all limited to that where the cars feel like they have so much more personalities, like especially too fast. They
0: look like fucking hot wheels. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> which we'll get more into too fast because there's a whole theory I have for that one. But like, they look like hot wheel cars, like
1: a video game car. And like, that's something I feel like it, um, like seven and eight are kind of losses. Like each car having like its own, like that's like, Oh, like, my favorite, um, I mean, I guess we're jumping around a bit, but Fast and Furious 6, like, I love, like, the tank chase scene. because it's so each, good. Yeah, because each character, you're like, oh, that's Dom's car. That's Roman's car. That's Brian's car, you know? Like, they each have their own, like, personality.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's something- what I was going to say. That they, their cars, like, their cars start not to have personality, but their personalities have cars. Yeah. <laughs> What
1: the fuck does that mean? That makes sense. It fucking makes sense. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, but in this movie, like they look like Hot Wheels, but, and especially like look to my background, like Dom's, you can look and you go, oh, that's Dom's car and that's Brian's car. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it, oh, fuck, I, I guess you're not a car guy, so it doesn't matter. But
0: like Paul, Brian is like an import guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Dom's American Dom's muscle. Dom is American muscle. Mm-hmm. And Letty later on becomes like also American muscle because she adopted that from Dom. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And Roman drives whatever's flashiest. Uh-huh. It's like the joke in eight, like he drives a Lambo in the Arctic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another moment I want to talk about, cause you did that breakdown of the opening. Um, You know, they all show up, and it's like this insane, like, camera whips, like, as they each get out of their car. You know, Vince gets out of the car, he's like, talk to me, Jesse, and Jesse gets out of the car, he has, like, a laptop out or something. You know, Um, like, later on, like, after Brian saves Dom from getting arrested, and they go to the Toretto house for the party, the moment where Dom takes Vince's beer away from him, and Vince goes why did you bring the buster here? And Dom has the whole thing where he's like, the buster brought me here. He kept me out of handcuffs. And he just like goes over to Brian, says to, you know, you can have any brew you want as long as it's Corona. Hands it to him and he says, that's Vince's beer, so enjoy it. Brian, Brian, without breaking eye contact with Vince, wipes, cleans the lip of the bottle, takes a swig of the the Rona. It's so (laughs)
0: Uh <laughs> this movie just brings me like immense joy. I completely block out all the and I'm going to say it, very valid criticism that there is of this movie. Yes, the directing during the dialogue sucks ass. But I just think it is it has the the energy of that like bad directing. Not the best writing ever. Like makes it amazing to me that it has it this real so this well
1: kind of like uh, the only thing i could think of to describe the vibe of these like first two movies is like dirty ass white boy vibes <laughs> does that make sense it makes a lot of sense <laughs> you know like you know just like thrasher jeans and like a tap out shirt kind of vibe yeah. Like, some of Brian's fits in Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, shit, we got to do a fit watch for Too Fast, Too Furious because some of the shit Brian he's got <laughs>
0: He's got good-ass fits in that <laughs> fucking
1: movie. He has, like, some Kevin Smith-ass jeans that go down to his shit. It's
0: yeah, like- he's got, like, dicky shorts with a... Oh, he's he's cool in that fucking movie. Uh,
1: but uh a-, a fit I like in this movie, Brian's, like, red leather jacket is pretty... I think it makes a comeback in six, I want to say. Like the the cherry red. You mean red, Dom's, Dom's yeah. red leather jacket? Yeah, Dom's uh, cherry red leather jacket. Yeah, yeah.
0: When he's escaping from the cops, he, puts he it like, on grabs be, it. He grabs it, puts it on.
1: Like, so, yeah. so slick. He puts it on to be incognito. <laughs> like, anybody passing him on the street is like, oh, I think that guy's a street racer.
0: <laughs> and um, I he think... Skip- I think the person, the two people who have the best fits in this movie are Letty. Um, Letty looks absolutely amazing in every scene that she's in. Um, And um, I I don't uh, the villain of the movie. Johnny Tran has some Johnny Tran looks amazing. I'm jealous of him in this movie. Like he looks at fuck. He's he's beautiful, too. Yeah. He is fucking gorgeous. He's a gorgeous As far as man. like,
1: he's kind of a little underdeveloped, you know, compared to like some of the villains later on, especially when the villains start becoming like, he's your long lost brother. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Speaking, I meant to ask, because I still haven't seen, I meant to ask, how's John Cena in Nine?
0: Is that a real question that you're asking me Yeah, right now? I'm asking. How are oh, you're he? asking about a John Cena performance yeah. as a villain? Yeah, how is he? In a like $200 million movie, you really are asking me that?
1: i think so what do yeah. you
0: think what do you think
1: uh give him the oscar okay yeah thank you <laughs> um let's see um and i like how long they wait to like reveal that brian's a cop like yeah although paul walker just has a face you look at that guy and you go oh that's a fucking fed <laughs> so like even if you don't know he's a cop going into it you're like i think this guy's a cop um i want to talk what happened to the other two dudes that hang out with the toretto family like i know does jesse die at Jesse Jesse dies yeah dies I, I, jesse? I
0: think we could safely assume he dies on that because they
1: never talk about him again amazing action scene where he dies <laughs> it's
0: absolutely it amazing
1: it is insane like there's like Whooshes as the camera moves. It's pretty good. I won't so lie. Good. So but what about this dude? You know that you see that dude behind me and Brian. Like, wh- where he? Cops, goes? cops, cops. Go, go, go! Yeah. That guy. Yeah, where he um, go? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Did he can... get? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up tomorrow, and he's gonna have some sort of like he, he's been in prison for ten years for his sexual. Yeah, but like, or
0: uh, like Vince yeah. comes back in in five. five. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I, I assume I. I assume immediately that Jesse's dead. Yeah, but this fucking guy, he could be useful.
1: Yeah, maybe he'll I don't know show why up in eleven. Maybe he'll show up in eleven. Um, not oh, not ten. He'll show up in eleven. Yeah, to save him. For I, I I
0: think um, I don't know if this is a rumor or if this is true, but what I heard is that the next one will be a part one, and then the last oh. one. Will be- part t- two and it'll be over for the fast saga
1: right that's what uh so, so they're but I do gonna do if- a harry potter situation yeah i don't so i don't know if they're gonna do just like like the final the the final lap part one or the final lap part two or they'll be do fast and furious 10 part one fast and furious 10 part two I, yeah i love the house that the fucking feds have for their hq oh huh. it's
0: i looked up the house it's fucking gorgeous
1: yeah uh, there's so there's one, like, I love a good grouchy police sergeant character, you know, uh-huh. and I Shout love the line. He, yeah, <laughs> I love the the line he has, like Brian's like, I need more time. And he says, you want time? Find the magazine. <laughs> like, did they teach you that at the Academy, sir? That was pretty good. <laughs> um, they just give him a book full of like one liners. Yeah, I wrote down in the scene. Um. <laughs> when uh Vince gets cucked by Brian like harder than anyone's ever been, cucked it's, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, cha cha cha. <laughs> um, hey, Vin- hey, V, she even calls him like his nickname
0: Give hey, hey, second. V. Where's that little, like, cute Cuban place you want to take me? And he's like so happy. Oh, he's like, oh, so they want the cute, the cute little candles. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like going up to him, like about <laughs> to touch him. And he's like, cha cha cha. And she's like, yeah, cha cha cha. You can take me there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian and then, doesn't even it, look at Vince. Brian doesn't even look at him. He doesn't even look at him. Vince
0: walks out the room. Jesse's like, Hey, where's the popcorn? Vince says, get your own damn popcorn. And he just like storms out the fucking house. <laughs> and then there's a scene later on where, um, uh, um, Dom is talking to Brian. He's like, so you got some big plans tonight. And <laughs> Brian's like, yeah, you know, we're going to go uh, to this like cute little Cuban place. And she's like, you break your heart, I break your
1: face. <laughs> he says, "Like you break her heart, I'll break your neck." Yeah, <laughs> and he says, I, that's "Don't worry, gonna, that's not going to happen." I love the Dom. I, I, it's such a. I, I can only assume this was the Vin Diesel touch. The, yeah, the thing isn't Dom is like you stay away from my sister. You know, you don't touch her. And but instead, it's like, do whatever you want, man. But if you break your heart, I'm gonna fuck kill you. You know, you can yeah. fuck my. I don't care if you fuck my sister, but if you break her heart, you're dead. I wrote down for, I don't know what made me say this, but I wrote down that Vince has big Bam Margera energy. Don't disrespect Bam Margera like that. (laughs) I love, speaking of Cha-Cha-Cha, I love the vibes of the restaurant, you know, in that scene. Yeah, I, uh,
0: yeah. (laughs) Watching that scene last night, I was like, damn, man, I want what they have. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, I was, I deadass wanted, like, at that moment, I wanted to Google, like, cute Cuban places in Indianapolis.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Handle lit restaurants in Indianapolis. I
1: wanted to Google that. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, one scene I, I we got to break down, because it, like, ba- I've seen this movie a couple times, and it baffles me every time. There is, it is so bizarre how they intercut the police raid on johnny tran with this inc- extremely weird sex scene while like 2000s grunge butt rock plays <laughs> you know you know what i'm talking about you know like, yeah the moment that is like, i think you mean the making love scene <laughs> <laughs> That's what do you think? Vin Diesel was like adamant about that. They're like, all right, Vin, we're gonna film you and Michelle's sex scene today. And he's like, We're not having sex, we're making love. Yep. <laughs> I I choose to believe whether you want to view this as him being narcissistic or gracious. I choose to believe he insisted that he show more skin than Michelle Rodriguez in that uh-huh.
0: scene. <laughs> She's wearing leather pants. She's wearing and leather there's pants. There's a shot of him just like groping her ass cheeks
1: yeah he doesn't s- just spank her ass he like gropes her and picks her up by the ass into yeah. like the notebook and exposed. he starts like doing workouts with her he like <laughs>
0: lifting, up, lifting her up over his head oh, and like man. she starts spotting him while he's on the bench press like
1: <laughs> she's like come on come on you can do it one more one more yeah She's wearing, like, a conservative tank top and leather pants, and he, like, immediately takes his shirt off, and he's, like, glistening. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, but if she takes her shirt off, how can I show off my body?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I th- I think we-, we should also just show our respect. Um, moment of silence for that first race scene, like, with <laughs> Vin and Brian and... Uh, Uh Ja Rule, Monica, that will fucking that that scene is engraved in my brain where the girl Monica goes up to Ja Rule's car and says, (laughs) Hey, you know I'm yours, right? And she like slides his hand in her shirt and he's like, Yeah, and she's like, Well, if you win, you have me. No, if you if you lose, you still have me. But if you win, you can have her too. And the camera pans, and it's this girl, and she's like waving, (laughs) waving high at Ja Rule. And then then Monica gets away from the car and Ja Rule like puts his hands on the steering wheel. He lifts up his jacket. He's like, all right, I fucking got this. (laughs) And then during the last stretch of the race, and Brian like whips right past Ja Rule, like nothing, and Ja Rule just screams, No, Monica. It's. (laughs) it's. <laughs> I still quote Ja Rule saying, no, Monica.
1: <laughs> like every time he lose insane. Mario Kart? Say yeah. what you will about uh, how much better or worse the rest of the series gets from here, but none of the other movies have a scene where Ja Rule screams in agony because he won't have a three-way. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, no, the fact I wanted to say was that um, uh, that first race scene apparently has... There are over 15,000 individual sound effects in the first street race. I don't know how to fact check that, but that's all oh, you need to know. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, well, you never had me. You never even had <laughs> when, when your car. Granny's shifting, not double clutching like you <laughs> <Crowd> comes, Ooh! <laughs> I was uh watching... Great-
0: I, I decided uh, yesterday I went to the pool because it was really hot and I decided to like start watching this movie while in the pool and I was like quoting did you, every scene from it and my friends were just like this this is amazing that he knows this movie this well did you
1: set yeah did you like set it up on a projector did you just put your laptop
0: no no no. On? I just like it, it was on my phone I just put my phone like I propped it up with my shoe and I'm just <laughs> like right there on the edge of the pool watching it Nice. I watched the first like 50 minutes of it. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. Um, I will say though, like, um, for nah,
0: me, nah. The- nah,
1: nah. I'm just like giving some back some, some music for you. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, I think the moment that, like, it's like, <sighs> for me, the two moments where I feel like I'm like, I just watched the start of something incredible, you know, thinking about this as like the first movie. You know, they like just to compare it to another franchise, like for me, the moment in like, let's say Star Wars, where it's like, oh, I think I feel like I'm watching something like the start of something magical is like, you know, that moment when Luke goes and looks out over the sunset. Right. Uh-huh. To me, that's the binary sunset in this movie is the quarter mile at a time speech. Mm-hmm. Dom gives to Brian. Yep. Like Vin Diesel's fantastic in that scene. He's really um, good. And that's just like, that's like the mission statement of this franchise. I think and of this movie is like, and I'll talk more about this with Tokyo drift because I think Tokyo drift actually kind of like nails this, but like Dom's whole thing is like, he lives for like, you know, that moment when he's behind the wheel and like everything just makes sense. Wait, it, does he say that? Or am I thinking of speed racer? <laughs> you,
0: shouldn't have, you shouldn't have said Tokyo Drift now the song is stuck in my head the intro uh, song
1: <laughs> uh, um, you know like that scene and like the final race like that final scene between Dom and Brian it's like it's I don't think it gets enough credit it's so funny like Dom gets like obliterated by this train and he flips and flips and Brian like was like Dom runs over and he's Dom's like sitting there and he's like crumbled mess of a car and he's like blood's dripping out of his head and he goes like it's not what I had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. uh like and I love the like it feels so mythic how he talks about that fucking charger. He's like it scares the hell out of me. Like I'm terrified of yeah this. and
0: like Mia calls it like the the Toretto curse is that car.
1: Yeah like it she says that in like five I think doesn't yeah. she yeah yeah oh this fucking frit I love this series so much and like just like that moment between Dom and Brian, where Brian's like, I owe you a 10 second car, lets him go. Uh, I
0: think that that's probably the best thing about this movie is that like super ambiguous ending. Because mm-hmm. it does the point break thing where like you kind of like the villain. Yeah. And then, but like, you know, in point break, it's like, it's ambiguous, but you're like, no, this guy died. Like he yeah. died on writing, doing what he loves. Yeah. And with this one, it's like, he's gonna go live his life doing what he loves
1: it's we don't like, know what's gonna happen but. the point break one is a bit more complicated I think because I think the idea is like Johnny Utah knows that Bodhi I haven't seen that movie in a while and I just like pulled those names out like that that's a good point yeah. break is is like he knows that Bodhi's gonna fucking die but yeah. he like lets him like have this like that moment you know he's been looking for that he gets so fucking hard on for yeah I also love the moment where, like, the asshole in the Ferrari pulls up next to them. And they're, did did they, like, look at. I I, I gotta find those kind of sunglasses that they're wearing in in that scene. Like, the way they, like, they have, like, matching sunglasses. Like, this movie, at its core, is a love story between Dominic Toretto and Brian. Yeah,
0: it really is. And, like, (laughs) you, as you watch the franchise, you're like, yeah, it keeps going. Like, these guys, it's like, what fucking. Oh, it's like the. It's like the master. (laughs) It's like these two creatures must. (laughs) These two people were meant to be together in life. Like they were
1: meant to be with each other. I would give so much money to see Vin Diesel do the last scene of the master. With Paul Walker? Yeah, with Paul Walker.
0: Race Wars.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why do they call it Race Wars? Yeah. Um, The thing is, like, you would think, oh, that's just because of when this came out. They go back to Race Wars in seven, they call it Race Wars. (laughs) That
0: that cool scene, too, where like Jesse gets beat by Johnny Tran and um, he's like, where's he going? Oh, he's going to (laughs) go, he's going to the car wash. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. And he says, Go fetch me my car. And Dom turns around. He's like, Hey, like, this isn't your block anymore. Like, yeah. we're at race wars. Dude,
1: Letty can... fucking
0: knocks out one of Johnny Tran's goons.
1: Yeah. The dude playing Jesse is making such a big choice. Like, it's, I love the way when he gets out of the car today, he's like, Dominic, I'm so yeah. strong. <laughs> <laughs> Is this entire series just going to be us like doing our favorite lines from each movie? I, I mean, yeah. this we we I think we
0: very vividly expressed how much we love this series, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I might have turned you into this movie too. I think you like this movie better now.
1: I like it a little more. I like it a little. Um, no, it's just like
0: but my my, thing fa-
1: is- my my top.
0: When I am bored or when I am depressed, I turn my brain off and I watch some action movies. And this is one of the best ones to so turn your brain off and just fucking enjoy every second of yeah. it. Yeah,
1: it just has a very like, you know, it's like the L.A. vibe. It's like very warm, you know, I love. The
0: <laughs> and then I love where um, when Brian and Mia are in the car, like chasing after them, like trying to catch up. And she he calls like the cops and he's like, hey, Mia, what's Tom's number? I just noticed it today, but they have the windows open on the freeway going like 120 miles per hour and they look gorgeous while doing
1: it. <laughs> oh, they look great.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that vibe is amazing though with them two in the car. Oh yeah. Um in the
1: freeway. Oh god. Uh <laughs> is there anything else to talk about with the fast and the furious?
0: Um oh I think there's one more thing we, we forgot to talk about. It's kind of your thing too. What Michelle Rodriguez should be a ginormous star,
1: and she's yeah, not yeah, uh yeah. I think yeah, I don't know because she's in avatar, like that's and she's like in machete.
0: Yeah, um, she like this kind of blows her up, like people do notice her just
1: like she, Ben. She's one of those actresses, like, I feel like if she was, like, born, like, 20 years earlier, she would have been huge in, like, the 80s. Like, she would, like, she would have been one of, like, the Marines and aliens, you know? She would have been, like, a fucking, like, fighting the Predator or something, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, after this, she's in Resident Evil.
1: yeah. Uh, like she
0: does kind of blow up, but fuck, she should be an action movie star. She. I wonder how she. It. She's
1: only like forty two, right? Like she's. Yeah, yeah she. She's not that old. No. Um. Oh, she's in Widows. I still need to watch that. Oh yeah, I do. Oh, fuck, yeah. I I I just know I'd fuck with Widows so hard. Um yeah. I. In ten years, let's give Michelle Rodriguez her John Wick. Yeah. That's that's what I'm pushing for. Yeah, I Uh, I
0: think I think we expressed enough background and stuff for this. Yeah,
1: Uh, like it's a surprise hit. It makes so much fucking money that summer. And uh, um, I guess just to kind of set us up for next week, uh, you you know, um, huge hit. And for the sequel, they couldn't get uh, Vin Diesel back. He didn't want to. He didn't he cited creative differences. He because apparently what they wanted to do was like the fast and the fierce again, you know. And that's sort of what they end up doing
0: to an well, extent. Well, they wanted, I think they wanted to do what part two was, except it wouldn't be Rome, it would have been Dominic.
1: Like Brian yeah. would
0: have been like, Hey, I need help. Well, let me call Which, the one
1: guy that I know yeah. can help. Me. Which, by the way, that's what the fourth movie is because the fourth movie has like the exact same plot as two yep Uh uh-huh so i it's kind of interesting but yeah so they can't give vin diesel back because he says he wanted to do something like the godfather part two Mm -hmm. Uh, like i don't know what the fuck that means vin but (laughs) uh that's next week um talking about too fast too furious it's just looking ahead kind of it is interesting that like they hit it so big with this and like the next two movies are them like trying to like, it's like when you accidentally get like a math problem, right. Or something on a quiz, you know, and you're like, okay, now I got to figure out how I fucking did that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I did this once, how do I do it again? Like, and the second that this next one is like them going, is it Paul Walker? That's the secret to this. Yeah. And then the third one is like, Is it just the cars? Can we just do it with the cars? Like, do we need Paul Walker? Yeah. And then it's not until the fourth one where they're like, it's diesel time. Yeah. He's the secret sauce.
0: And it's like, of course, this man's name is fucking
1: diesel. Like, (laughs) of course you need him. His name is actually Mark Sinclair. I don't know if you do that. (laughs) Oh, well, Moyes' face looks like I just told him Santa wasn't real. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think we'll okay. wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess we'll uh, start to wrap up as we always do with some non fast and furious recommendations. I guess. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. How, you know what? For the future, since this is stargazing, let's just say, just call them recommendations, right? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This could be anything movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem, anything. Moises and I are enjoying, uh, that we want to recommend to you. Uh Moises, do you have one? I do. Um, if you don't cut it out, um,
0: I already suggested it, but I'm gonna suggest it again. Uh Fast Nine came out what, like two weeks ago now? Yeah. So I rewatched all of these. So this is me rewatching them again within like a month of rewatching them. But um I've been watching all the festivals made me really, really want to play a racing game. So I picked back up need for speed heat and I'm having so much fucking fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just pick a dumb car that doesn't look like a racing car and make it like a supercar. It's really fun (laughs) to do. Um, It's, it's super arcadey, like the original ones. So if you like the original ones, I'd really suggest um, picking it up but it's also, it came out like two years ago. I think I picked it up for like when quarantine was first starting. No, no, no. So I picked it up when it first came out and I didn't vibe with it that much. But then when quarantine started again, I like, um, picked it up again and then I stopped and now I picked it back up and it is so fucking fun. I will probably be tired of it in like a month, but, um, yeah, just go pick it up. It's probably like, $5. I'm sure it's on sale like every week. Uh mm-hmm. Need for Speed Heat. It looks amazing
1: on the PS5. My recommendation this week is uh, I've been busy because of last week's recommendation. Uh, I've been in rehearsals <laughs> and whatnot, um, which I'll talk about in a second because I'm going to shamelessly plug it again. Uh But uh, a movie I got to watch in the past, actually, you know what? A book I read in the past week. I'm about to go into film bro mode here. Film uh, Yeah, Moises has got it too. Uh, I read the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood book by Quinn Tarantino. Um, as I mentioned last week, I was I'm not like crazy about the movie, but I think the book for the most part, like kind of takes the parts of the movies I liked and like expands them. Like, uh, it's hard to describe without spoiling it, but it kind of focuses more on the day in the life kind of stuff. Um, it's, uh, it's written, like, I, I, I think very purposely to be like, kind of like a trashy sort of like, um, like book you'd pick up at, like, you know, like it's, it's, this it's like modeled to look like one of those books you buy on like at like a drugstore you know on the rack yeah like, like a dime novel I guess is the word it's like written kind of like I saw a review that said if it was written any better it would be worse you know like it's um but yeah it was like a just a uh fun breezy read 75 percent of it is like kind of fun trashy like you know slice of life stuff and the other 25% of it is like Quentin Tarantino showing off how many movies you can name. Uh, yeah, if- I
0: flipped to one of the pages because I still haven't started it, And I just see a shit ton of names I do not know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, um, they're like, uh,
0: we get it, dude. You watch movies. Quentin. Shit, yeah. We get it.
1: <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> And it still happens, uh, it's still true. The Rick Dahl stuff is still my favorite parts of uh the both the book and the movie. Oh, uh on. so good. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like it better than the movie, and it's yeah. one of uh three things I have done done in this past week <laughs> that has been this uh show. So
0: yeah, how was how uh,
1: vacation? Uh it's pretty good. I, I actually yeah. got uh lot of reading and writing done which makes me sound very lame <laughs> that i do that on vacation but no yeah i like i wrote like 30 something pages on vacation and i have not written a single sentence since i got back just because yeah. i've been focusing on this shit this show but when i say this show just to be clear uh, i'm gonna plug it again i'm not talk- i don't spend like that much time on this podcast i've got <laughs> um I none of us do. It's fine. None of us do. Though. yeah. Like I I mean I, I put t- it takes me time to edit it, but I'm not working like five, seven days a week on it. Uh but the show I it's out I of love. Talking, yeah, it's out of love. The show I am talking about, uh I plugged it last week. Um when this episode comes out, tomorrow is open uh Saturday July 10th is opening night. Jesus Christ, that is three days away. Um <laughs> I'm in the show Flor and Ulysses*. If you happen to be in the Hendricks County area, it'll be at Williams Park. Uh, tickets are like five dollars, I think. Um, yeah, uh, as I, it's based off the book of the same name. Uh, it's this very silly, fun show for, it's kid appropriate, but it's not just for kids. Uh, about a little girl that finds a superhero squirrel, and I play her depressed, divorced father um sounds like you yeah ever people keep telling me i was typecasted which i don't fully appreciate, <laughs> but, um, it's not the compliment some people seem to think it is you know <laughs> yeah it's a lot of uh, uh it's a lot of fun it is a lot of work which is why i'm very tired uh this show uh for this episode um because it's in the park we have to set up and take the stage down pretty much every night uh and it's been pretty warm in indiana yeah
0: today it looks like it's it seems like it's humid because it's like kind of raining
1: a little bit. oh that's so awesome i can't wait for that um (laughs) fuck uh 57 humidity i'm gonna put my fist through some fucking drywall uh (laughs) and i'm guessing you're gonna be wearing like a suit Uh, right that was originally, because the script describes him as wearing a suit. And I said, I will die if you do that to me. And they, so now I'm wearing like... Uh, like a shirt and a tie? Khaki pants and like a bun up t-shirt with a tie. Like that's... Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's still like... I mean, I've i been wearing like, you know, just because we haven't done costumes yet. I've been wearing like gym shorts and a t-shirt every night. And I am damp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's also... So. Yeah. Uh, but...
0: Yeah, um, and that's why I'm telling all you guys. He plugged this. Boycott the show. It's too hot out. Do it during the winter.
1: (laughs) Um. uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm having it's a lot of work, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I'm getting to do with some of my favorite people. Uh, So yeah, if you're if you happen to be the area this weekend or next weekend, come come put a. match the voice to the face, you know? How do you think there's a percentage of the audience that doesn't know what we look like, Moises? Yeah, I'm sure. I'd love to shatter the illusion.
0: That being said, go follow Stargazing underscore podcast because that's our new app. at. We're never changing
1: it. We're never changing it it again. That's permanent, baby. We're stargazing with Moises and Kellen. Uh, People come to see the show and they hear me talk and they go, oh, I thought Moises was the white one. (laughs) 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 that's funny <laughs> um, anyway um, Moist do you have anything you want to plug
0: yeah my friend Kellen he's doing this play um,
1: <laughs> I appreciate that uh, um, anything else um, oh intro and outro music is uh, the remix of six days i, I decided yeah for fast the, 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 that's good that's good yeah yeah That I don't think we'll ever. I don't know if we'll ever have a permanent stargazing theme song. I like if I like that it'll just change based on what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're stargazing now. We're it's official. We're podcast about movie stars, and also the Fast and Furious franchise. Anything else? No. I guess. Fact. Yeah, I guess we'll just end it with a fast fact. Uh, this is could be this is just a little bit of trivia, true nugget of information, just like some you know new bit of knowledge for you to carry in your heart and reflect on and think about <laughs> about the Fast and Furious franchise and the many many people underneath its umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just something for you to think about until we meet again next week to talk about Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, this week's fast fact is that. Um, Vin Diesel is actually deathly afraid of cars. So it takes a lot mm-hmm. of um, work and courage for him to make these movies. I'm gunker Means. I'm Luis We'll see you next week with Too Fast, Too Furious. Ride or die. And remember, you can listen to any podcast you want, as long as it's ours. That? <laughs> <laughs> That's Amelia, baby. That's familiar. I'm in your face. (laughs) Got in my face.
0: (laughs) Now I'm in your face.